He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on another beautiful morning in the Hill Country. Man, is it cooled down out there or what? It is certainly cooling down, and boy, you got to love that. Uh, Did you see that beautiful full moon last night? And you know, I was a science teacher middle school for a while, and um, the the whole thing about the supermoon, and oh my God, it's going to be 17 times bigger than it ever is. it, folks that it, it doesn't that's not that's all i don't even know what what the uh intent of that is because it doesn't even it doesn't even make any uh if there was some marketing attached to it or something i guess i would get it but um no there's uh the super moons you know they're i'm not even going to get into it now but it, if you want to really Learn the difference tonight when the moon rises, and it'll be a little after uh, sunset. You know, a full moon rises at the same moment that the sun sets. That's the only way it can be full is if they're on opposite parts of the sky. So it'll uh, rise a little bit after sunset tonight and be waning. Um, And no, that's not uh, the liquid out of the sky. That is a waning moon, and that'll be happening tonight. So if you go out there... And as that giant super blue moon or whatever that's supposed to be, you know, 32 times bigger than normal, just put your thumb up there next to the moon as it's rising. And it'll go pink, and it'll turn right into that little tiny regular moon that you see all the time. All right, a rising moon, and the size of a rising moon is nothing but an optical illusion. And if you want to discuss the uh, difference in the uh, tens of thousands of miles that the moon is closer on certain times, the epigee or the perigee, if you want to discuss some of those things, I'll be glad to discuss that with you as long as you know what epigee and perigee is when it comes to the paths of the planets and moons. And then I'll be glad to talk to you about that. But uh, just put your thumb up there next to it. Hold your hand out, put your thumb up, and put it right there next to the moon, and you'll be, yeah, it, it, some of you will break your heart. You'll go, wait a minute, it's not a big, gigantic moon? Nah, it's just a regular moon. Um, but on the horizon, it is quite the optical illusion. So if someone can tell me why this uh, whole big deal, and it's been happening over the last few years, you know, the last super giant moon for the next, you know, 17 centuries, and I... If there was some marketing attached to that, I would understand it, but I haven't figured that one out yet. So if anybody understands why we get that on these big moons, y'all let me know. All right, none of that's important because what we want to do right now is have a cigar, and I have my friend Jody Gould on the line with me with the Tejas Smoke Depot. Good morning, Jody. Good morning, Matt. How are you? I am having a blast. Did you go out and look at that super moon last night? You know, I did, and my, my daughter lives out in the country, and uh, she saw it 15 minutes before I could see it, and I was standing on my picnic table trying to see over the trees, <laughs> but I live in town, 
but yeah, it was a whole 15 minutes earlier that she got to see it, but it was pretty. Okay. Um, I can't say that it looked any bigger. Yeah. It was beautiful orange when it came up. I got some great pictures. Oh, good, you know, good. I didn't get the you know whole thing about the super big moon. So oh, yeah. I, I just noticed that in the last few years, and it's always been like, where in the world, why all of a sudden is this being discussed? Um, so anyway, but we're here to talk about cigars and fine tobacco products here available in the Hill Country. Jody and her husband Dave and her family own, operate, um, are the proprietors of the Tejas Smoke Depot, which is in Fredericksburg. And if you're on the west end of Fredericksburg, you're on Main Street. You head west on Main Street. And when you get to the Y at the end of town, you bear off to the left. And uh, we bit down on the left, and uh, you will see the uh, Tejas Smoke Depot. And uh, remember, if you've got your kids in the truck, um, that can't bring kids into smoke uh, shops, uh, tobacco shops, or liquor stores. So can't bring them in there. But if you make an anti-clockwise drive around the uh, building, did you pick up on that? I said anti instead of counter, uh, Jody. I heard that. I, heard, I did hear that. that. I think that's like a British thing. I don't know. Okay. So you make an anti-clockwise drive around the building, and it'll pull you right up to the window where they'll be glad to wait on you. Tell us about your uh, walk-in humidor. I'm always fascinated by that. Well, we have a 150-square-foot walk-in humidor. We carry probably about 50 different brands of cigars and thousands of styles of cigars. It's full. Yeah. <laughs> Florida ceiling. We have we are out of shelving to add any more, but that does not to say that we won't. If you come in and ask for something we will try to get it and we'll make room. So um, this week we're actually doing our sale on Cusano cigars, which is a um, little bit of a lower end cigar. For those people that want to try it but don't want to spend all those big bucks, it's got a really good rating also in Cigar Aficionado. It's kind of compared to a punch cigar, which most people are familiar with that name. It's Dominican tobacco uh, filler with a Connecticut wrap. Um, it is under $5 a stick, and if you buy a bundle of 20 of course, you get it down to almost $3 a stick. Mm. So um, it's it's a really good value price cigar, one that you want to throw in your home humidor, you know, and offer to your friends when they come over, and they'll think you're somebody really cool. Uh-huh. So it's medium bodied, so it's not you know too strong for those people that are just starting out. So yeah, um, we like I said, and there's of course you know like I said, 50 other styles to pick from if you don't want one of those. But this that- week they're on sale, and uh, we are running a sale this week also. Uh, Monday, I mean, I'm sorry, we'll be closed Monday and Tuesday, but Friday and Saturday we'll be running sales. You'll be closed so Sunday and Monday. Um, Sunday and Monday. Monday. There we go. And here I go tripping over my words again. I think you were just. I think you were just. I think you were just wanting another day off, uh, Jody. I, yeah, I think well, that's know, what it was. So Sunday, we're running sales on Friday and Saturday. Okay, and then we're closed on Sunday and Monday. Okay, that sounds good. And uh, besides fine cigars and a, a every uh, tobacco need from snuff to pipe tobacco, you can mix your own pipe tobaccos. They will help you do that. Roll your own papers, uh, uh, tubes, the, the, the whole things. Uh, even now having some of the vape uh, starting up again, taking some of the uh, vape 
um, uh, cartridges and systems, and uh, which have, by the way, helped a lot of people quit smoking, including yours truly. And um, so the um, also uh, Dr. Pepper's uh, beer, wine, and uh, Ding Dong's Ho-Ho's and Dr. Pepper's, you know, the only thing you don't have in there is Whataburger ketchup. And so, you know, you're just going to have to go somewhere else to get the Whataburger ketchup. So your hours, give us your hours. Okay, we're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Of course, closed every Sunday. And then on Monday this week as well. This week, Labor um, Day. So the um, every week we have on here, we call it the uh, phrase that pays. And uh, I, uh, it's kind of interesting. The first time you were on the air, and I thought of that. I said, you know, Matt, that's really silly. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find something to replace that. Um, and now here we are, going on over three years, and I'm still saying yeah. that. So the phrase that pays when you go into the Tejas Smoke Depot, it, it is, uh, we'll get you a discount when you go to the counter and tell them the phrase, and it'll get your name in the hat for a monthly drawing, which we will do uh, next Thursday. Do we do it at the end of the month or the beginning of the month? The beginning of the month. All right. Week of the month. All right. So there we go. We'll uh, make that drawing. So you've still got a chance to get into this month's drawing. What is the phrase that pays this week? It's not the years in your life. It's the life in your years. It's not the years in your life, but the life in your years. And there's a reason for that. You need to go in and talk to Jody about it. There's been a number of us. Uh, I think everybody faces losses of families and friends. And uh, this has been that situation for Jody this week. And so this uh, really good, um, it's not the years in your life, but the life in your years. And uh, this is speaking to some of those who have just recently departed here locally in the community. And um, it's always sad, but uh, we, uh, we keep moving. And uh, Jody, um, did we miss anything? covered it all all my notes look checked off <laughs> all right there you go so folks y'all go to give your business at the tejas smoke depot they have been supporting this program almost since the very beginning and um i will they will always have a place of honor on the matt long show for stepping out when uh, really nobody knew much of about anything about this show is it going to go anywhere is anybody going to listen to it is it worth a nickel and uh, Jody and Dave stepped right in and uh, I think it is uh, paying off for them now so Jody and Dave thank you very much Tejas Smoke Depot you're welcome Matt and thank you so much because without you I don't know what I'd do on thir- on at nine o'clock in the mornings every morning <laughs> all right well good there you go all right jody thank you all right folks we've got a great uh, show uh, lined up for you today we're going to get carla solomon with mercy gate ministries here on the phone with you this is an organization i've gotten to know um in the last couple of years and carla is the director of outreach and training for mercy gate ministries and we're going to get carla on the line during the break and uh, then we are going to um um yeah we'll be right back after this short break the fredericksburg tea party along with we the people liberty in action and kerr county patriots invite you to join us for boots and barbecue 2023 friday september 22nd at the yo hotel and conference center in kerrville tpusa founder charlie kirk will be joined by special guests congressman chip roy don huffines of huffines liberty foundation and rick green president of patriot academy great items in our silent and live auction get your tickets at fredericksburgteaparty.org 
The Hill Country Patriot. Is that you, Carla? We are back, and I don't have time to tell you about that Pink Floyd cover band I saw on Friday night as I'm playing Run Like Hell. That was uh, that was their uh, last song they closed out the show with uh, on uh, Friday night. Uh, Carla Solomon with Mercy Gate Ministries. We have on the line with us. Um, Carla, you have been here on uh, the radio with us before a couple of times, and uh um, but I want you to start by telling us about Mercy Gate Ministries. I'm sure we have some listeners who have no idea who, where, and what, and why Mercy Gate Ministries uh, exists here in the Hill Country. So would you give us the rundown on that, please, ma'am? Of course, um, and thank you for having me. Mercy Gate Ministries exists to serve female victims of human trafficking and sexual exploitation. Um, We have a state-approved residential program in the Hill Country. Uh, We are the only nonprofit in the Hill Country that serves that specific um, venue of people, (laughs) community of people, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a survivor myself. That was kind of how... Um, the ministry was birthed uh, five years ago by our founders, Chase Spencer and Lisa Carpenter. Uh, they were the ones that walked alongside me through my healing journey, and the Lord put it on their heart to formalize something that would help more women just like me. Um, so we now have multiple programs under Mercy Gate. We have um, the residential program. Majority of our women that are with us are actually court ordered to our program hmm. um, as a means and condition of probation, as uh, option for treatment as opposed to punishment. Um, we have women that are also there by choice um, that you know made their way um, on their own. Um, we have a non-residential program uh, where women still get the same kind of counseling care classes, life skills, et cetera, um, but they just don't necessarily live in the home with us. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of them have jobs, uh, children at home, things like that, um, but still need a little bit of support. We also have a uh, courtroom program now where we are supported by the Texas uh, Criminal Justice Division to be court-appointed adult victims advocates. So we're able to actually go into the courtrooms, Um, We are able to support women that are either um, testifying in court or those that are also identified as victims but defendants in their own criminal cases with charges related or unrelated to their exploitation. Now, a year ago, I mean, it sounds like, and I'm recalling lots of things we talked to about a year ago, and I remember going to the uh, fundraiser a year ago that was just mind-blowing. Am I thinking right? Was this a year ago, Carla? That y'all had sure. okay, all right. My brain is operating properly so far. It sounds like in this last year, you've you've added a bunch of things. It sounds like you're really growing. What? How much of this is new from a year ago? 
So we were planning on um, last year, we actually did um, the fundraising and everything, um, or the year before, I'm sorry, we did the fundraising for the home. Right. And then we opened that home at the beginning of this year, and um, we've, we've moved all the girls out to the new facility. That was what we were working on last year for the fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we've, we've got all that we're full <laughs> again. <Okay. laughs> Um, we, we expanded from only four beds to 12 and we are full. Um, <laughs> we, um, the courtroom program is also something that is new. Um, that's something that we actually, uh, submitted a grant to the governor's office for and the Texas Bar Foundation, um, the criminal justice division and the public safety office all, um, agreed to support that project. Um, so that was how we were able to do that. Um, and they also support some of my um, training and outreach. Uh, so that's something that's really big with Mercy Gate 2. I'm the director of outreach and training. Um, I serve as a subject matter expert and survivor consultant for the Department of Homeland Security's Blue Campaign. Um, wow. I partner with law enforcement. I'm a council member for the Human Trafficking Survivor Leadership Council. And just recently, I was actually awarded the 2023 Light the Way to End Human Trafficking Award by the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services. I'm the first survivor to actually receive that honor for my stellar leadership in the fight against trafficking pretty pretty cool (laughs) yeah that is congratulations that is very awesome you know it's interesting that even though trafficking has been going on human trafficking has been going on since probably the beginning of time um and it has um I believe uh, that with the uh, open border policies that we've been looking at at the last couple of years, it seems like, and I could be wrong, Carla, but it seems like we're either we're either seeing more about it or there is more trafficking going on. Or uh, what? What do you think it is? Is it we're just now paying attention to it? What do you think's going on? I, I honestly believe that yes, um, it's. It's really the awareness that's happening now. Um, We have a lot of people, um, not just in our community, but, you know, higher up that are really um, shining a spotlight on this darkness and this injustice um, being done to individuals. And I think a lot of people are opening their eyes more and seeing what this really looks like. And they're starting to notice what, you know, right here in our backyard. Um, And, you know, there are some that do come across the border, but you'd be surprised that majority are U.S. citizens, and, and they're all right here. And there's only 0.8% that are actually kidnapped and then forced into the life of trafficking. Um, so it doesn't look like the snatch and grab. Um, it doesn't look like uh, the movies, although those are done very well and depict what it looks like overseas. But mm-hmm. here in our backyard, it just looks different. It looks like that um, intimate relationship. There's a grooming process that... Um, is at play, and usually the person that is doing that trafficking or exploitation of another person is somebody that is very close to us, someone that we trust, and, and that's what really makes it harder for um, a lot of people to understand and wrap their head around is um, the victim themselves believes that that person loves them and has the best interest for them. Mm, mm. What do you do? I, I um, you know, over the years I've heard people talk about, you know, the the history of slavery in this country and how if they would have been alive back in the, you know, 
uh, you know, 1840s. They would have been fighting slavery, boy. They'd have been right there on the front lines, left and right. And you and I look at them and ask them, so what are you doing today? And there's folks who just don't really believe, and, and, and I know you call it human, we, we use different terms, but slavery is really what it comes down to. What do you, how do you deal with people who just don't believe that this kind of thing is actually happening in the United States? Uh, some are even denying that they're saying, okay, it happens a little bit, but we're just making a really big deal out of it right now. What, what do you say to folks like that? That breaks my heart, honestly, because it's very apparent that that person is not educated on what human trafficking really looks like here domestically in the United States. Mm. Um, because if they were to sit through one of my classes, they would learn very quickly that that's not what it looks like. Um, you know, there is a Hollywood version of human trafficking, and then there's what really happens. There's their real life, and, and the movies don't exactly depict that. Um, they pick pieces and they glorify them, and you know it, it's it's not an accurate depiction of what it looks like here. Um, and I would definitely encourage people to educate themselves um, on what that really looks like. Talk to survivors, talk to experts. Um, there's a lot of information out there right now for free. Um, all they have to do is look for it. Mm. Carla, we need to take a short break. I'm hoping you can stick around with us. Be- yes, sir. All right. We're going to take a short break. We have Carlos, uh, Car- <clears throat> just lost all my, everything. We have Carlos Solomon with the, is the director of outreach and training for Mercy Gate Ministries. They take care of trafficked and, and, um, uh, women and, uh, help them recovery and get back into life. And, uh, when we get back, I want to, I've got a whole list of questions, but we want to find out about their upcoming event as well as, um, I think it's important that you hear a little bit of Carla's story. Um, we have, I've interviewed her before and her full story is available probably in some, in a podcast somewhere back a couple of years ago. I'll have her last year. Um, but, uh, we got more, uh, questions for Carla. Uh, it is Mercy Gate Ministries dot com mercy do i have that right carla mercygateministries.com yes sir mercygateministries.com y'all watch that and uh, check that out and we'll be right back with carla rhinos hate him i'm out come out wherever you are he's matt log on the hill country patriot All right, folks, we are back, and I have on the line with me a woman I've known, I believe now, for a little over two years. I think we met right before the uh, fundraiser two years ago, and uh, I went to that fundraiser. I believe I sat at the table with Joe Murphy, and uh, and I think uh, we'll probably be sitting with Joe uh, again this year. Tell us about your upcoming event. So we actually have a couple of events coming up. We have a community awareness event, which will be on Tuesday, September 19th, starting at 6 p.m. That will be at the Tidy High School Theater. That is a free event. We will have a special guest speaker, Detective Joseph Scaramucci. He's kind of a, 
famous in the human trafficking world. Um, he is internationally known. He runs a two-man task force in Waco. Um, he is also one of the founding members of Skull Games. Um, you'll have to look that one up. That one's a really cool program. Sc- um, spell, that law for- enforcement. spell that for Skull me. Skull Games. S-K-U-L-L. Skull Games. Oh, okay. Just like it he, sounds. He, he started, <laughs> yeah, he started it because there's a world-known pimp from back in the 40s named Iceberg Slim that wrote a bunch of books that in one of his books he says pimping isn't a sex game, it's a skull game. So they started a nonprofit called Skull Games. Um, but we will also be hearing from Kerr County Sheriff's Office um, that night talking about our local efforts in the fight against trafficking. I will be there sharing my own personal testimony. We will also have um, Teresa Lara moderating. Um, she is with the Hill Country uh, Crisis Council, who is also the Kerr County Care Coordinator for the um, the protocol we have in place for um, Kerr County when they identify a child um, being trafficked. So we have that one. Um, we also have, um, so Mercy Gate Ministries is now accredited by the uh, State Bar of Texas to provide continuing legal education hours to attorneys, judges, and prosecutors. Um, so we will be hosting um, a Human Trafficking 101 Complexities of Victim Defendants, um, which will be specifically for attorneys on October 12, 2023 at the YO um, Hotel. The link is on our website for tickets and hotel reservations. If there's any attorneys out there interested in that, we also will be providing two hours of ethics credits for that class. We have a Save the Date, which is the Hope in the Hill Country fundraiser. That is our, this will be our third annual fundraiser, mm. November the 9th at Tunker Hall at St. Peter's Church from 6.30 to 8.30. Um, we will be having a link on the website soon to purchase your tickets for that. Wow. And so also, that, that is the one that I've gone to the last couple of years. You said the third year. I guess I've been to every one of them then. Yes, sir. So you were going to say something else. I was just going to say, also, if anyone is interested, we do have a monthly giving campaign called the Keys to Freedom. So if anyone is interested in hosting a Keys to Freedom dinner by inviting some friends to come hear about the work we are doing, um, you guys can reach out to Che at info at mercygateministries.com or call the office at 830-367-3285. Folks, all this information, and I know it's hard for people to write down phone numbers and emails uh, when they're listening on the radio. So all of these, uh, all this contact information is available at Mercy Gate Ministries, mercygateministries.com. And um, I have, I I love the October 12th is for attorneys. Listen, I have started collecting attorneys like I, like I collected pastors. It's kind of like by accident. Um, pastors started appearing in my life, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. And all of a sudden I turned around and I had all these pastors in my life. That's been happening with attorneys lately. So I'm going to get on the phone today and contact all my new attorney friends and let them know about this October 12th gathering. Um, I want to go back to something you said right at the very beginning. You said that some of the women who came there were court ordered to come there. Uh, explain that to me, and because I'm thinking people who've been rescued uh, from the sex trade and or, or from this, you would think that this would be something that 
I'm understanding why that, why would they need to be court ordered to attend? Carla, explain that to me. Sometimes we come across individuals that um, they are victims um, of exploitation or trafficking, um, regardless if it was in their past or recent, they're still a victim. But let's say um, they are facing some drug charges. Okay. Um, so they're already on probation. Maybe they violated their probation. You know, they are dealing with trauma. They can't stay off the drugs, whatever that looks like. So um, they end up going through this cycle um, through the criminal justice system. Um, and so when we are, <clears throat> when we come in and assess this person, and we determine that yes, they are indeed a victim, uh, regardless of that time frame. Uh, we propose uh, a treatment option to the judge, and at the end of the day, it's up to the judge to decide. Um, there are a couple of different uh, options for treatment for individuals in that situation, um, but majority of them are not in a residential home. It is not, and they're not programs that are specific to. Um, sexual trauma like ours is. Mm. Uh, majority of the other state-approved programs are more focused towards rehabilitation from addiction. So um, we, that's why we have a special, a special role in this um, because we're not just treating the addiction, um, it's, it's the trauma. So um, our program is an option um, if the courts decide, and it's more or less a uh, condition of their probation. Uh, so they are, in a sense, um, the order is given to to add to their probation a residential treatment option, which would, would be at Mercy Gate. How much, um, I'm not sure how to put this in here, how much of, of your program is dependent on faith in Jesus and uh, biblical uh, uh, foundations? All of it. All of it. Okay. That that was that was an easy answer, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Tell, uh, all, of it. all of it. Well, there you go, folks. <laughs> I am at Mercy Gate Ministries, and I just went to the about page, which is uh, you know any any organization has that about uh, uh, page on there, and I went there and uh, could see uh, that was uh, right there in their mission statement, dedicated to demonstrating the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ to those affected by human trafficking and sexual exploitation. Carla, um, your story is is um, disturbing, to say the least. Um, any the the two fundraisers I've been to and the two women who spoke at both of those uh, fundraisers, just hearing the things they said come out of their mouths and what they had gone through was was not an easy thing to do and i think it needs to be done in person and that you if you want to hear these stories i think you need to get together with these people and you need to hear these stories firsthand in a room uh in in a, in a an auditorium or somewhere not on the radio but carla would you give us a very short version of your story sure um i was um Oh gosh, let's see. I was trafficked as a young child. Um, I was sexually abused at the age of two. Mm. I was taken from my mother and um, my grandparents raised me for a little bit. Uh, my 
one of my aunts kind of got guardianship of me. Um, she took, took good care of me, but still made me feel kind of like a burden. Um, I got kicked out of my aunt's house because I started to be a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I moved in with my mom. Um, drug use, uh, violence. It was very unstable environment. Uh, ran away for the first time. Within a couple of hours, I was approached by a lady that I trusted that lived down the street from us. I kind of called her mom number two. She did a lot for me. Uh, she slowly introduced me to boys and eventually drugs. And at some point, I was out. I was 12 years old, strung out on drugs, and she was selling me to her drug dealers. Um, I was pregnant at 14, had my son. And the guy I was with at the time, I found out he was abusing my son, so I left him. I ended up meeting my husband um, after that, had two more kids together. We, uh, you'd think that's, that that's the happily ever after, but I right. never dealt with the trauma that I went through as a kid. <clears throat> so um, I had an emergency surgery. I, I had three kids in the house. My husband was out of town. I was extremely overwhelmed, and I did the one thing I knew how to do very well, and I ran. I left. Yes, I was selfish. I left my kids and my husband thinking I was going to find a better life, and I got into a lot of of mess, and I ended up meeting my second trafficker um, when I was almost 30 years old. He, at first, it was a a relationship, intimate, romantic relationship. Um, he took me places I had always wanted to go, doted on me, found out everything about me, my hopes, my dreams, and everything, and then he used those things against me. Mm-hmm. Um, he took me away from everything that I knew, transported me to another location, uh, far away from anything and anybody that I knew, to isolate me and then uh, make me very dependent on him, and then he got me addicted, addicted to methamphetamine. And it was, it was over after that. I was um, in Texas in a bathtub, and I cried out to God. And I ended up being recovered by law enforcement a couple of days later um, by BPS walking out of the hotel. Wow. Um, so they took me to the hospital, um, determined I had broken bones. I had um, been severely traumatized. I had sexually transmitted diseases and a whole lot more. And... Um, I ended up <clears throat> confiding in the, in law enforcement that day. Um, I told them everything that I had been through, everything that had happened, and I worked and cooperated with law enforcement, and that resulted in him, um, after he went on the run um, and ended up on the top 10 Texas most wanted list, he was apprehended in Kentucky and charged here in Texas, and he is serving a 30-year sentence now for trafficking. Wow. When you talk, Carla, when you talk to uh, other women, girls uh, that have, that come into the program who maybe have just come off of the street, how many of their stories line up with your story? How, 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 is your, how is your experience relatable to anybody new coming in the program? We all share different stories. But the trauma and the pain, the experience that we went through is all very much the same. It might have happened just a little bit differently for each of us, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is really, really the same. Um, they were, 
influenced by somebody else to make decisions that weren't the best for them. And they're actually made, they're, they're made to believe, we are made to believe that we made that choice so um, willingly and independently. Oh. Um, a successful grooming process actually results in a vulnerable person cooperating in their own exploitation and abuse and believing that they've made the choice to do so on their own. Um, you know, and that, that grooming process has actually been documented and replicated um, over and over and over. I mean, we can, I could go on all, all day about that. Um, I have a whole training that we can do over that, too. <laughs> so tell but me, there, tell me, I, listen, I, yeah, we're, we are so out of time, but you mentioned something in the middle there <clears throat> during the first segment about um, if you wanted to get a group of friends together and, um, and, and uh, uh, that you could uh, pull a program together, kind of a more intimate program. Did I, did I understand that right? Yes, sir. That is correct. Tell, tell me, tell me about that, and I'll I'll make better notes this time. So, what we have is the Keys to Freedom, and that's Mercy Gates monthly giving program. So, um, a Keys to Freedom event, like an intimate dinner with friends, would allow us to reach new monthly and one-time supporters that want to join the fight to end sex trafficking and sexual exploitation. It does take a community to support us in this fight. So by sponsoring a reception, you're welcoming your friends and colleagues to really learn how they can be a part of this fight, and you're helping more women basically be reclaimed and restored. Um, so if you are interested in hosting a Keys to Freedom dinner, um, please reach out to us. Absolutely, folks, and you do that by going to Mercy Gate Ministries. <clears throat> Sorry about that, mercygateministries.com mercygateministries.com and this has been carla solomon on the line with me and um i i I get i get i just get knocked off of my balance every time i talk to you carla i have so much respect for not only the fact that you've lived a large part of your life going through this and that, that you've come out of it now and then on top of that that you're brave enough to speak about it and then bold enough to decide to help other women and so i just you just knock me out of balance every time i talk to you i am so impressed folks this is carla solomon mercygateministries.com please consider um a, 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 a hosting a keys to freedom event we've got dates september 19th october 12th november 9th i'm going to get all of these on my calendar and keep us all our listeners informed on these events carla is there anything left to say anything you want to say i just want to say thank you we are so so blessed to have a community that supports us so much and each and every one of you guys that do support us, we are just extremely grateful and blessed to have you. There you go. Carla Solomon, Mercygate Ministries. And um, folks, uh, go check them out, mercygateministries.com. And um, Carla, thank you very much. We got to go. Thanks. All right. I, and I um, I really i am being a totally, completely honest. Uh, it uh, The first time I had Carla in here, in the studio and we spoke i'm trying to think oh i know we came out she had been talking with harley and i came out and uh i was introduced to her i was coming into my show and she'd already been out and and one of uh, uh the lovely ladies that works here um is uh has uh, i believe a sister che is um 
the sister of one of our folks here. And so there's a little bit of local Hill Country Patriot and ranch group, uh, ranch radio group uh, tie in with uh, Mercy Gate Ministries. And I remember having her in uh, the studio then about a week after that. Carla came in and spoke on our on my show. I it it it, thro- it throws me off. I mean, it really it really really throws me off. And uh, it's it is just uh, an upset of the natural order of things. And and you know you see it in the movies. You hear it on the, I, I you read it in books. It's you know it's in headlines and and then and and it just doesn't make sense and i know there's a lot of people that say well that she got herself into that mess and you know i i uh, i am so far beyond that and uh it it is disturbing to me and i hope it is disturbing to you i hope that it's disturbing to you and i want to get you involved their uh, their uh, november 9th fundraiser um i will be there again this year it, it is it's uncomfortable but it is it, it's it's amazing it is it's an eye opener and a mind a brain exploder let's put it that way all right i could keep going and going um but i'm going to take a short break and uh we will be right back He's seen a few skirmishes in his time. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. We are back. Thank you so much for sticking around and staying tuned. I know you have options and choices i know how easy it is to reach over and flip that dial by the way if you were in the fredericksburg area yesterday we got plenty of notes about how the um signal was uh breaking up sounding robotic i think some aliens uh, may have uh, taken control of our broadcast tower in uh, fredericksburg but tom fixed it it sounded good this morning but just a reminder, if that happens or when the uh, the atmospherics uh, is what they call it around here, when the skip is bad because of the uh, atmosphere and you can't quite get it at 104.3 or 102.1, just reach over to your smartphone and, and uh, go to the Hill Country, go to hillcountrypatriot.com. There is no the in front of it, hillcountrypatriot.com. And you will hopefully get a perfectly clear live and screaming uh, on the Internet. Uh, and you can listen to that pretty much anywhere in the world. Um, I uh, looked at the calendar and I said, now nah, we're going to skip the calendar today. There's some good news. Um, in fact, uh, I haven't received anything official from uh, the Gillespie County Republican Party. But I did hear from uh, Rich Paces, the uh, Kirk County Commissioner. I got in a letter uh, to Dear All. And uh, so this is for everybody. Rich said, dear all, and all is all, right? Isn't that what that means? And uh, he's got three paragraphs in there, and he says, he starts out, there have been a couple of new, very positive developments with respect to election integrity. And he says, first, on Monday, the Republican National Committee issued a resolution urging a return to excellence in American voting and elections. 
the RNC has recognized that ensuring the election of our uh, the integrity of our voting and election administration is critical and foundational to maintaining a civil and decent society decentralized from a federal government as the founders and intended and have resolved to support the rights of counties and states that are willing and able to completely and 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 uh, complete uh, competently and efficiently implement implement voting procedures that do not require the use of machines and those that implement hand counting procedures that are fully audible the rnc this is the republican national committee hey wake up our uh, republicans here our uh, county chairs in here who and and those uh all those experts who refuse to look at any of the evidence counter to their own belief system. Um, the RNC is saying, folks, we need to get back to paper hand-counted ballots. The RNC is saying that. The Republican National Committee is saying that. Now, if that wasn't enough, last year in uh, Houston at the uh, Republican Convention, the number one issue for Republicans at the convention was election integrity. How much election integrity do we get? Do we get? You know, the only thing we really got in the last session was we got to fix Andy Murr's mistake from 2021, and it wasn't a mistake. For whatever reason, in the 87th legislative session, that was in 21, Andy Murr had House Bill 6 um, that basically took uh, election fraud and turned it into a misdemeanor from a felony. And uh, the, and so we the only thing that really happened in election integrity this year during the 88th legislative session was to fix the jacked up uh, bill that Andy Murr just thought, well, it's no big deal. We'll just make it a misdemeanor instead of a felony. Well, we came in and fixed that up. Thank you, Andy Murr. We had to waste time on something else yet besides the Paxton impeachment that starts on Tuesday. The last paragraph of the letter from Rich Paces, your Kerr County Commissioner, Precinct 2, says this. The second piece of good news is that last night, and that would be Tuesday night, the Gillespie County Republican Party Executive Committee passed a resolution to hand count paper ballots and use paper poll books in their upcoming 2024 Republican primary elections. And also not in here, but in the runoffs as well. Um, that's not in the letter from Rich. Rich then goes on to say, I'm glad to see that other counties are waking up to the vulnerabilities of our electronic voting system and the need to restore confidence in the result of our elections. And he's offering his congratulations to all those in Gillespie County. And that was not easy, man. That was an uphill fight for those in Gillespie County. But uh, Tuesday night, they pulled it off. And we will, during the primary and the runoff for the Republicans. Now, the Democrats, they can use machines. In fact, I encourage Democrats, y'all use those Chinese machines. Uh, y'all like the Chinese so much anyway. I think the Democrats ought to use those Chinese machines. But us Republicans, we're going to go to paper and uh, we're going to hand count those ballots. And there's a lot of naysayers out there um, who are really not sure that we have that 
We're just not smart enough to pull that off. In fact, there's a very revealing letter from uh, the chair of the Gillespie County Party that basically says, um, you know, if y'all vote this in, do y'all really know what that means? Do you know how hard this is going to be? And it's just like, yeah, no respect. No respect from the county chair for those who have been working on this for so long as if they didn't know what they were doing. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. We'll see y'all tomorrow.